Thank you for uh, tuning in. My name is Chaitanya and you are listening to the Learning Digest podcast. This is where I talk to established business leaders, learn from their experiences and share that with others to help young and aspiring corporate professionals in their careers. A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to talk to Ramesh about his career, thoughts on leadership and a few other things. Ramesh has had uh, what I call a star career that we can all aspire for. With over three decades of working experience in stellar organizations like Wipro, Genpact and TCS, leading large teams and critical roles, he has a thing or two that we can learn from. So, hi Ramesh. Hi Chaitanya, how are you? I'm good, thank you. The first question that I would like to ask you is, as a young corporate professional, go back 20-25 years ago when you were a college passer and what were your first experiences? I mean, how do you remember your early days of career? <clears throat> Interesting question, Chaitanya. The first job that I did was with Wipro and at their area office, which is in Fort in Bombay. It is not necessarily a great place. So you walk through Phil to get to the office. So that's how I started <laughs> off. <laughs> so uh, how was your induction into Wipro? Uh, tell me how you learned the tricks of the trade in your first job. The approach that Wipro took was to actually put us through the entire rigmarole to understand what the market meant. So I started off working with salesmen, walking the markets, uh, then, you know, did various roles. So we had an entire induction program, which went through a year where you did every role in the organization. Wow, years of induction yes, program? an entire year. Wow, okay. So where you did every role in the organization till you got to the role that you would ultimately end up doing, which was an area manager's role. You had to do it the hard way. I mean, there was no option, which means touch and feel the market, touch and feel the products, you know, meet customers, get to know what they really feel, what it feels like for a delivery boy to go out into the market, what it feels like uh-huh. to get bad products thrown back at you. I mean, everything. Yeah. You just, so just you, get the feel put of you first in the line of fire before they Absolutely. actually... Right, that's I know there, there are a couple of other organizations who do that. I know one Times of India used to do that mm-hmm. a few years ago. How do you think that helped you from an understanding of where your brick fits into the larger world? See, it, it, is, it is harsh reality and harsh reality actually helps you completely understand what the business is. To the extent, I think more than, more than anything, what it really taught me is that to succeed in anything that you do, if you don't get your hands dirty, there's no way you can succeed. I think that's mm-hmm. the key mm-hmm. learning I took away from there. And that's something which has helped me right through my career. So what did you do next after Wipro? Oh, after Wipro... How long uh, were you there at Wipro? Four years. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then this is not the Wipro that you know today. It was basically consumer products. The information technology piece was just starting up. It was very, very different, but it was a wonderful experience. After that, typically what happens to youngsters, right? You get... Get a, I don't know, I call it the four year itch. A four year itch, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, today it's no more four years, Ramesh. It's probably six months, eight months, <laughs> right? Uh, we all want to try the next thing in eight months. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the four year itch happened and uh, I decided to go try something completely different. So I went off to Oman and I started working for a company there, which lasted for about nine years. So wow. okay. uh, I had, you know, I. So you didn't feel the itch till about nine years in the second stint? 
well i did feel the itch so what i <laughs> so what what actually happened was that i switched jobs there after 5 years so oh, okay. i worked for two organizations for those 9 years but the interesting thing is and and i think that's what is probably important what actually got me out of there uh, was the fact that i suddenly realized i'm not getting challenged enough uh-huh. right it's a small market it's a wonderful country i mean we enjoyed it and probably that's why we stayed there for that long so i think being challenged was probably a trigger and and to the huge decision to sort of uproot myself and come back again and al- almost restart my career again and then you you moved back to india and joined i joined g okay or jekis as it was known at that time and did a did something very interesting did a job which i've never done in my life i didn't mm-hmm. know what it meant okay to work as a master black belt in six years wow you didn't right. know what i didn't know what it meant and then I, you took up that challenge saying okay let's try yeah, it out yeah. right that's yeah. that's interesting i i'm guessing at that point of your career you were already so i was probably around 30 years old isn't that kind of a very risky decision to take at that point in time because usually people would want to settle down and now that you had kids and all those things you didn't want you didn't want to take the risk or usually people don't yeah. take the risk usually people don't i did and it was interesting because there were quite a few of my friends who all all of them had similar thoughts but i think i was the only person who actually took that did something about did it. something about it i i think it was a calculated risk i don't know if you've heard of uh, what a pugue matrix is mm-hmm. have you heard mm-hmm. of a pugue matrix the decision matrix mm-hmm. but why don't you want to talk about it it's a simple mathematical calculation which tells you which is the right choice okay right and anybody can google pugue matrix or a decision matrix today and figure out what it is so i actually used that so it revalidated that you know i was doing the right thing and i went and did it what i also did was some homework before i came back so it's not just you know just throwing away a job and walking walking back to india and trying to find a new one no, i did I did a lot of homework i took over 6 months to actually figure out what i really wanted to do okay. uh, and and i think that worked so let's let's talk about let's talk about some of your goof ups right mm-hmm. i'm sure in your long span of career there have been mistakes there have been goof ups which one comes to you on the top of your mind uh, not one okay there are probably a goof up every second day okay so, <laughs> so I, if you if you ask me about goof ups i doubt i can give you a single like example or an answer but the way i look at it is very different i look at it from a point of view that if i don't goof up it means i'm not taking enough risks so it's to me an indication that i'm doing what is needed to be done so it's a completely different thing so i'm not really bothered about goofing up i'm not bothered about making mistakes i just, just do what, what is the right thing to do i just do what is the right thing to do so i don't think anybody will really you know do a goof up which is so serious that you get into that deep trouble i mean i've never got into trouble serious trouble at least so i probably don't even remember how many i've done so i do about every literally every second day so it's interesting it's right? part of life one of the biggest challenges that a young corporate professional has is how do they figure their boss out i'm sure you had a great relationship with a lot of your bosses and you know some of us who work with you found working with you pretty comfortable is there some logic around it or is it just sheer luck no I, so i don't know whether it's luck or what but so i've had my share of good and bad bosses and you don't have a choice of bosses in any case i've had my share of them so i think the only difference i probably had is certain bosses like you said you enjoy working with certain bosses you probably don't enjoy working with that much i think in most cases the organization has always been there fortunately i have worked for organizations which have been good so that itself was a good you know anchor in in some way or the other 
I believe in just doing what I can do. I mean, there is nothing much you can you you can't control somebody else. You can't you can't control situations around you. So just do whatever you can. Just being upfront, being clear on who you are. Most people, though I may not agree with them and things like that, most people have appreciated me in terms of being who I am. Right? I mean, they didn't have to try and look for uh, hidden reasons as to what I'm doing things or whatever. So I I believe that's probably the right way to do it. Most of us. in our early stages in our career are really not concerned about organizations growth or organizations uh, you know well being and all i am really worried about is my growth my promotion my increments and so on and so forth uh, which is not bad i mean almost all of us join any organization for our personal financial wellness right, right? but at the same time there's a way to articulate it that we put it across right. so i guess my question is how would you align your goals to the organization's goals so the way i look at it chaitanya is i think just focus on what you have to do and what you can do you have to know clearly what you're expected to do that's that's important the alignment to the goals just happens i think that's not something which we need to really worry about i've probably worried about that at a you know when you get to a leadership level when you're driving strategy okay at a much younger stage in my life i don't think i ever bothered to worry about that just kept doing what i needed to do that's it so you said leadership what does it take to be a leader in my mind there are two parts to being a leader okay one is your technical capability in the sense what you bring to the table your experience what you know about your job what you know about your market your customers all of that that i call that technical experience and which anybody can get trained or whatever i mean there are simple ways of getting that experience but to me a true leader is somebody who understands himself and the environment around him and which means somebody with a very significantly high level of self awareness i think that's what a true leader is two is i believe leaders have a lot of credibility uh-huh. or they build a lot of credibility purely by being honest and truthful there could be you know a lot of other factors you can put on the table i mean there are leadership models around this and things like that but to me these are probably the two things which i think may differentiate a leader big time okay and this is learnable right i mean you skill can... is learnable you know being truthful is learnable none of it is it's purely what we believe in, you know in terms of who we are i mean if we believe in ourselves i think all this is very easy top 3 skills a leader should have the first thing is your own capability understanding your business understanding your market understanding your customers all of that the second is you know just being able to empathetically listen i think these are the only two skills top traits that a person should have to to become a leader i don't think there's uh, there is anything which you need to become a leader okay you just have to know what you need to do and train yourself to do it i don't think anybody is born to be a leader i don't believe in that mm-hmm. i believe people either watch somebody who's a leader learn from watching others or um, you know having confidence in yourself itself is leadership just being confident i, I believe that itself will help you become what you are i mean you find a lot of leaders who are extremely articulate who communicate very well but again those are skills you can learn that anything that you don't have more or less you go and learn it's like you know building a muscle practice and it comes so it is i don't think yeah. Um, yeah. it's in it's not rocket science for sure okay you're learning something right now mm-hmm. what what excites you in today's corporate world i think what excites me 
India is growing so fast, right? I mean, most most industries in the country is growing, is growing extremely fast, which means we need a lot of depth, whether it's leadership, whether it's technical, whatever. I mean, you just need a lot of capability. I find that is is a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. across industries, you name whichever industry it is, across industries, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And because I believe that, you know, areas around leadership is not very difficult, I, I want to try and do something about that. You know, so I, I might train myself as a coach. So one of the things that has happened is, uh, you know, the entire 28 years of my corporate career, I was extremely objective, metric based, all of that mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. being turned on its head right now. Where Because of coaching as a, as a, as an approach and now it's, to me, it's also a profession. And that's part of the reasons, you know, some of the answers which I gave you, uh, which seem to have worked for me, I started realizing now that's probably what worked for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about being, uh, you know, it's not about metrics. It's not about being number driven, all of that. Mm-hmm. Although that all that will come to anybody. But it is about the fact that you start becoming far more self-aware about who you are. And I think that's really what makes a difference. And trying to help that happen is what I'm trying to work on, right? It's a journey by itself, right? In everybody's career, there are certain inflection points. In your journey, what were or how many were there? Can you talk about your inflection points? I think I would look at more or less like four inflection points. You know, the first the fir- the first one is actually getting my first job with Wipro and, and doing that. It was a big change from being a student to coming to corporate life. The second one was actually going, you know, going to the Middle East. It was a completely different environment, completely different uh, set of people. Everything is different. I mean, work culture is different, all of it. Uh, that was probably the second inflection point. The third one was coming back, uh-huh. you know. And yeah, I, that's that's the biggest decision that I see in... Uh, actually, no. The biggest decision is the fourth inflection point, which okay. is in a way challenging me to figure out what my strengths are, which I've never used for the last 28 years. Wow. Okay. okay. So a few things which you don't, you know, typically need in a corporate life because in, in a corporate career, you have support, you have, you know, admin, infrastructure, everything there for you. All of it is taken for granted. You just have to do your job. True. Whereas doing something yeah. on your own, it's... You'll have to start all over again. All over yeah. again. It's yeah. like literally from scratch. So actually, this inflection point is probably the most critical. Before I let you go, what would you say to youngsters who have the intent to perform and grow in their professions? What would be your advice? Each individual knows what's good for them, can find and you know do what's, what's good for them. I think the only reason why people don't do what's good for them is because they get carried away with all the things that happen around them. Like they, peer pressure. All kinds of things. You know, the clutter which is around. And I guess if, if at all there is one bit of advice, I think just listen to your own conscience. Listen to your own conscience. I think that's a, that's a very fair statement yeah. to make, right? And make your own decisions. Make your own decisions. Uh, stand by it. Own, own up to it. All of that. Excellent. So, thanks Ramesh. Thanks for your time. And it was wonderful talking to you. So that was Ramesh for you. If you liked what you heard, please like or share and comment your thoughts. I'm trying to create such short podcasts that will help young professionals in their careers. If you have a set of questions that I can ask some of these leaders or have a leader that you think I should talk to or any other ideas that you feel might help professionals like us, please do let me know. You can reach me over email, Facebook and Twitter at Learning Digest. I enjoyed this conversation and learned something from it. I hope you did. Thanks and have a nice day.